Slice Audio. Season 3, baby. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! Victory is ours. Are you ready, Stitch? <laughs> well, huh? our, uh, I mean, we didn't lose this weekend, so that's cool. Yeah, that's right. Uh, because... Next year is our year. Yeah. Skull! <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Oh, welcome to Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Of course, uh, we didn't play. We were not in the playoffs, nope. and we don't have anything else to do. So we're just going to talk about the other games that happened. Didn't make a single mistake. And there was a lot that happened, man, in yeah, Wild dude. Card Weekend. Of course, the Bills had to reschedule to Monday afternoon because of the yeah. blizzard. That was a sight to see. Yeah, it was wild. C.J. Stroud's. You know his his debut in the playoffs didn't. Yeah, he did not uh, disappoint. No, uh, of course the frozen tundra in Kansas City, and dolphins definitely don't swim on ice. <laughs> no, uh, I sure the, didn't. The Matthew Stafford Jared Goff story, which was interesting, and of course the Cowboys, you know, just doing what Cowboys do, which is choke. <laughs> Wow. A lot. That was wild. And also, cry, Eagles cry, on their way to misery. Wow. Wow, the Eagles lost, too. So, a lot to talk about. Let's talk about the games, Brandon. What'd you Dude, think, man? You know, we all got into that bracket challenge, which I think I owe you 20 bucks. Did somebody pay for that? Who paid for that bracket challenge? Well, nobody's paid yet, but so Rob, I, Rob paid. You still I, owe. So, I owe Rob 20 bucks. No, nobody's won yet. We're going to wait until after the Super Bowl to see who wins. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so anyway, what I'm saying is my bracket was blown apart because there's no way (laughs) I thought C.J. Stroud's great. I've got him on my fantasy, or had him, right? Um, And I'm like, no way that that team as a whole is going to be able to compete with the Browns' defense. And the Browns' defense took the route of the Dallas football team and just Shit the bed for better for lack of a better term. And I'm like, what the world? Yeah, dude. They and CG Stroud's gonna be a great quarterback for a long time, I hope. I hope he doesn't have a sophomore slump. I hope he does great. He seems like he has a great head on his shoulders. Uh that team is doing great. I mean, they did awesome. What sucks was Joe Flacco uh showed his true colors yeah and it wasn't brown that, you know <laughs> i mean it was or, brown it was man. yeah so that was a fun game to watch uh it was close in the first half and then and then uh there was just a couple of picks there that old joe cool threw and then um and then but yeah cj stroud dude nico collins too so you gotta think about that team that team had the number one pick last year yeah, man. Got Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud, and then just completely turned that team around with D'Amico Ryan's so wild, bro. head coach, who used to be the linebacker for the Houston Texans for years. And, of course, was the 49ers defensive coordinator, and he's completely turned that team around with basically no names. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I've never heard of Nico Collins before in my life until this year. And then, of course, mm-hmm. they also had yeah. their other receiver who got hurt. Tank Dell, who was doing really, really well until he yep. got hurt. And they still made the Browns look like yeah, really dude. bad, dude. So the Ravens better be on notice yeah, because the Texans are coming. Now, They're I highly coming. doubt the it's Ravens tough, lose. That's a tough road to hoe. But, that is but yeah. a, that's a tough game right there. Yeah, it is. But And then, and then you get to the Miami-Kansas City. That one was kind of hard because both teams, unpredictable. Who's going to show up? Kansas City has had greatness obviously they've had years of of good things but they've been kind of faltering this year uh miami when they play is great i will give this to the miami team is they've got some injuries and some keynotes i mean obviously tyree kills not at 100 percent, but even him at 69 percent is still faster than uh, is still faster than a lot of the dudes that are at a hundred percent, and yeah, but you know, so they were injury riddled. But I'd even even if they weren't, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Well, the Dolphins didn't prove all year that they could beat a good team. They no. beat Dallas. That was the only team that with a at home that they beat. Yeah, so it's like 
Uh, but then you look at what Dallas did at home against Green Bay, and you're like, well. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in yeah. a minute. But the, the Dolphins, I feel like, had an unfair advantage. They got hit with the injuries at the worst time. They lost, like, starting core members of their defense, and their defense was never really that great. It wasn't, you know, it was pretty yeah. leaky, but, you know. Losing Bradley Chubb and, and a yep. few others were tough, and then yep. of course their receivers, um, and I just, and then just going into they're from Miami and they had to play in negative thirty degree windshield weather yeah. in Kansas City. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and then Kansas City just ran the football, and, and I thought Miami would be able to do that against Kansas City, but yeah. I think this is the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had with the Kansas City Chiefs this year than he has his entire career. Yep. So that's that bodes well for the Chiefs. But unfortunately, this is going to – since they won that game and they were the three seed or whatever they were, they have to go and play in um, Buffalo. Yeah. And uh, this will be Patrick Mahomes' first away. game away from Arrowhead. Yep. So is he going to be the same Patrick Mahomes? I'm sure he will be, but yeah, we'll see, huh? Yeah, we'll definitely see. And I got some points on that game coming up here in a little bit. But um, uh, yeah, well, then we had the Packers and the Dallas game, and and honestly, whew. hats off to the Packers because I mean, hey, they didn't look good at the beginning of the year, they, and then they they didn't look bad, but they they you know it was like they're figuring stuff out. They're a young team. You could kind of see some good stuff, but you were like. Yeah, maybe next year. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it just started clicking. And they started kind of doing things towards the end of the year. And then they whooped up on us. We kind of thought we kind of thought it was us, right? Like, we're like, ah, oh, yeah, our dudes are looking for vacation. You know what I mean? Like, But then they, hey, they put it to the to the Cowboys. And, the, and look. They didn't. They put it to them. <laughs> they did. Dallas was not ready. No, that Mike McCarthy did not have that team ready. And of course, and Dak just doing Dak things. And I don't know. There's a. It was wild to watch, but we got to see. Now, obviously, we're Vikings fans, and we yeah. hate the Packers, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I. But and I. I mean, I have. like watching good football. Yeah, and and it and that that brings me to my point is that like. We got to watch the growth of Jordan Love all year long. Yeah. And I I hate to say it, man, but he's the real deal. And it's scary to watch and it's scary to think that because they have four or five wide receivers that are young and they're making plays and yeah. contributing to offense. And <laughs> they can run the ball with Aaron Jones. Yeah. And their defense is playing pretty lights out. It's like the Packers are hitting stride right at the right time. And some of the throws that Jordan Love makes, I mean, he looks like he's going to be a star in this yeah. league. And I hate that. <laughs> but at the same time, I didn't hate it as much as, like, Aaron Rodgers. I kind of have this, like, little feeling because watching him walk up to the line of scream, scrimmage and be completely locked in and just have full control over his team and that offense, Yeah, it's – it's remarkable to watch, man. It's cool. It's pretty cool and pretty fun to watch, and I hate saying that. I yeah, want to puke. It's cool to see because so many people doubted him. You know what I mean? Like, me and you included. Uh, more you um, than me. Because yeah. I was kind of like, I can remember thinking a while back, I'm like, I don't know, man. The Packers just have this streak going. It's like, what was it? Brett's, uh, Brett Favre. Not, Brett, before that, it was something star or whatever. Brett Favre. And then... And then all of a sudden it's Rodgers. I mean, they've had like three quarterbacks in 100 years. And then all of a sudden here comes Love. It's like, man, I don't know. Their luck is a bound to run out. And then all of a sudden you're like, son of a. You know, they, they start throwing things together. You're like, this is this is kind of some Dude, BS. He throws the ball off of his back foot and just – and. and- he does the li- he does the r- flick the wrist thing like <laughs> Rodgers and Favre did. Yeah. And it's 60, 70 yards down the field and you're like – and dudes are wide open. Those, this like, is some bulls. Romeo Dobbs and Jalen Reed are going to be stars because of of yeah, him. Yeah, and or, or the play calling. And they yeah, have whoever you want to blame it on. Matt yeah. Lafleur has done an amazing job. And then Tucker Craft from South Dakota State University. That dude. tight end. That dude's sick. I oh. mean the pack. I mean the Packers. Give me some slice. Packers of crap. could be a scary team. I mean, 49ers better be on point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. highly doubt the 49ers lose, but I'm just saying. I mean, my, my prediction is going forward, and I know we're kind of talking about, obviously, because we're Vikings fans, 
being scared about the NFC, our, our division and stuff like that. But yeah, I, dude. my thought is, is like, there, there's some luck in there a little bit. There is some talent. Obviously, you make it to the NFL, you're talented. But I mean, like, there that stuff's bound to run out. You know, I mean, remember the beginning of the year, the Niners were uh, unstoppable. Brock Purdy, is he a machine? Is he even a real human? Still He's is. AI. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, he's human. You know, the, the Vikings beat the, the the Niners. You know what I mean? And it, nothing against our, our beloved team, but it's like, they're human. You know, he's human. And I, we'll figure it out. We, we'll, we as the Vikings, as the NFL, defenses will figure out what's going on there. Because what happened to the Cowboys happened to us. I mean, he was throwing up ducks to dudes that didn't in the in the – in the camera shot, there was no defenders. And you're like, okay, that shouldn't happen in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, mm. in the NFL. And so there was something going on there. And offensively, they figured something out. And defensively, the defensive coordinators will go, oh, I, I got it. And they'll they'll have it covered. I don't know. Well, the thing that I watch with that Dallas team is because Dallas, you know, feeds off of pressure with Micah Parsons and yep, stuff right yep. there, right? Well, what Matt LaFleur did in the game plan they did is that they had him drop back, get the ball out, drop back, get the ball out. And he was yeah. decisive in his throws and he was accurate, very accurate. Yeah, he was. You know what I mean? And like, and you got to do that. And I think our offense is similar in that way. Yep. You, ha- you, you have to get the ball out ASAP and somebody needs to be running open. But the problem is, is that we lack depth and we had so many injuries, obviously, yeah. on our yeah. end. But like, they have four or five receivers that are just were like either rookies or first year starters. Yeah. You know what I mean, or second year starters. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, we KJ had a terrible year. I think yeah. he was off a little bit. And yeah. but and then Justin went down, and Jordan Addison had a great year, but he's still a rookie. But he had ten touchdowns, I think. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Powell, I think we need to get him more involved. But other than that, all we have is JJ and Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. But he, he's going to be out half the year next year, probably. Yeah. I bet not half the year, but, but a good portion, good first part of the year before for sure. he's back to a hundo. Yeah. You know? So it's like we got to get better on. We got to get some depth, man. You know what I mean. But anyways, let's yeah, move on. Let, let's come back to the L.A. Detroit because I think there's a storyline. There's there. a lot to talk about. There's there. a lot to talk about. Let's go on to to the to the to the Pittsburgh Buffalo game. Uh, I didn't watch much of any of this game. I caught the end of it. Yeah. Um, Buffalo kind of put it to Pittsburgh, which which kind of it was twenty-one to nothing. I believe in the first quarter or something. That's what I heard. Yeah, and the, and Josh Allen. Well, I got a question for you because I yeah. was talking with our some of our employees here, some of our coworkers, Rob and Mark Houston, pessimistic Mark Houston, and the run that he did, Josh Allen's that seventy-five yard run or whatever that long run touchdown that he uh-huh. did. I thought he, it was 57. Something, years, either yeah, way. He, he faked like he was going to slide and then didn't and then ran. I didn't catch that, but they did. And they're like, that should be a flag. Yeah. They're like, that should be a flag. Obviously, it's not. And I'm like, well, Josh knows it's not. So that's smart. But at the same time, the offense already has so many advantages with a lot of different yeah. things the protection of the players yeah. and pass interference calls and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but do you think that should be a flag? I, if a quarterback goes to fake slide and doesn't slide and keeps running, and which leads to extra yards, yeah. do you think that should be a flag? I think it's the equivalent of having the right-of-way in a crosswalk. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, does that make sense? Like, yeah. hey, I have the right-of-way here. You can't hit me. But then you do get hit by a car. And even though you had the right-of-way to – to say in this case slide, but you still get hit by a truck and you lose, it's your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I and I think when you start fake sliding and then getting up and running, the defender's going to go, "All right, dude. Well, I'm still coming." Yeah, you know well, what I mean? Like a, they held up and be, and that's why he was because able nobody to... wants that flag, right? Yeah, and then so they're going to be like, "Well, uh, I'm sending it, bud." And, and, and the next time he goes to fake slide and still gets whacked. And now he's out with a concussion. Yeah. Well, e- even though you were in the right, sir, for for using the crosswalk, the car still hit you, <laughs> and you're still kind of lost in that one, even though you were in the right. Yeah. You know, and and that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, don't abuse your privilege. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, 
I get why he did it, and I think in a certain situation, like if you're about to win the Super Bowl on this fake slide, maybe. Yeah. You know, you might want to pull that card out. Um, but I I don't think that's something you'd want to do. I don't know, man. I just don't think it's necessary because I feel like as a quarterback, you need to be protected like that. I love Josh Allen. All the quarterbacks need to be protected. I kind of feel that way. Or even a ball carrier, football players in general. Um, so if you go down for a slide, be like, okay, fine. Give yourself up and that's cool. But uh, as soon as you start faking it to gain extra yards, no, man. It's All like, bets are off. Yeah, dude. that's like crying wolf. You know what I mean? Yep, like, exactly. you're going to get hit. You're going to get it, hit hard. Next time you think you're going to slide, I'm sending it, bro. And, yeah. And, uh, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know if you're going to fake it or not. Right. So, sorry, yeah. dude. Steelers made it a game, but the Bills, I think uh, they were on a mission. They looked like a completely different team than they were when they, you know. Yeah. Uh, and even Josh said in his press conference that he's like, a lot of the weight was kind of lifted off their shoulders. So they just went out there and played football. You know, because they didn't really know throughout the year, like, are we going to make the playoffs? Are we not? You know, we got to win these games. There was a lot of pressure on them. And, yeah. like, although it's a, you know, you're, it's a playoff game, so you have pressure, but yeah. they weren't worried about it, is yeah. what, is how he made it sound. And so he did, they just went out there and played football and they looked well. They looked good. Cool. They, they played Loose well. So, played. Um, you know, Sick. Mason Rudolph did a great job for the Pittsburgh Steelers to get the, and so did Mike Tomlin. Um, to get them into the, but I think the Steelers are like a quarterback away. They need to draft a quarterback. I know Kenny Pickett, yeah. but I don't think he's the answer. Yeah. I'm not sure. He just doesn't seem to stay healthy, right? Yeah, I mean, he's had some issues this year. He was kind of on and off the field. I don't know if that's what. I mean, if I if I remember right, at one point he maybe kind of got benched, but he was also kind of battling an injury in that. Yeah, and so I don't know if he's good enough to kind of get out there and play with an injury. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so I think, and also, and like Mike Timlin walking off his press conference because a reporter <laughs> asked him about his contract. He was just done. He's like, oh, he's like, dude, Mike Tomlin will probably retire as a Pittsburgh Steelers yep. head coach. There's no, yeah, there's no reason why they wouldn't, I, unless yeah, they think... wanted to go a completely a different direction. But Mike Tomlin is a, a Hall of Famer in my opinion. Yeah, he's a great coach, and no matter what, the Steelers. Even though if they've had a couple, few ups and downs, I mean, yeah, the what he did this year is a testament of what he what he does as a coach. Exactly, and and, and I don't watch the Steelers that closely, but it just doesn't seem like what went on with the Steelers this year was coaching. You know, it just maybe hey they took it they took Pickett, and maybe it's not working out. You know what I mean? Like they've been kind of struggling with the QB ever since Roethlisberger left, and yeah. it's hey, that's understandable, dude. You have a franchise quarterback, and you got to try to figure fill that void. Yeah. And, okay. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the next one was like the Philly and the Tampa Bay game late last night. Wow. Monday night game. That was wild, dude. Baker me a cake. Baker me a cake was able to bake something to block Cox. I mean, like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, is their main defender? He would, uh, you know, Brandon on the Graham Eagles, yeah. yeah, and Graham, yeah, and 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 Cox would blow that thing up. But no, not with Baker, not with his hands on Dude, the wheel. Baker looked like a man on a mission last night. He, he's playing with ribs and all kinds of issues, and he just went Dude, out there and played and love that over three hundred yards, three touchdowns. But that Eagles defense, oh. I don't know what happened to them. Um, you know, they switched defensive coordinators after they started losing and that didn't nothing changed. Those guys look like they look like a like a a division two defense. <laughs> like well, it, it was just bad. It's just weird. The tackling yeah. was terrible. Everybody's running wide open and you make Baker look better than he is. Baker's good, but he's not that good. He's good at, he's good where if you give him a a an inch you're gonna take a mile. The, the thing about Baker, you, got, you and let him. What yeah. you love about Baker is that his 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 tenacity. Yeah, I love his, it. His grit, his yes. willing to win no matter what. Yeah. His energy, his fight, all that stuff. That's oh, why yeah. people love Baker. Yep. It's not necessarily for his ability. Talent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not because he'll have some Baker days, and you'll be like, "What are you doing, bud?" You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I I like I liked him when he won the Heisman. And I liked him when he was the number one pick for Cleveland, and he brought Cleveland. To the playoffs, you know what I mean. I, I always kind of, 
I didn't mind Baker. I just, yeah. you know, he just wasn't like, he's not a top 10 quarterback by any means. No. You know I, mean, I mean, I think he, he kind of played like that this I, year, he though. He played like it at times, yeah. you know, and I think in the right system with the right group, I bet he could be. Yeah. Um, Man, I just love watching him play when things are going right. Yeah. I love watching his attitude. I love how he can rile up the crowd, rile up his teammates. That's what you want to watch. You yeah. want to watch that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the he, team is he, on board with him. He he hinges on being just a little too much, a little too cocky, where yeah. it's like, all right, settle down, bro. Did you see that? You know, your, your cake's baked. Settle down. I dude. don't know if this was a – I saw a video of him um, at the game last night, and I don't know if this was a water boy or a coach, but – Water boy or coach hands uh, in the water and he goes and, and he, he sprayed oh yeah, spray the guy and just did and just yeah he like just turns fun. and sprays the but guy but then just he doesn't even around. make any facial expression nope, like he just, ah, just walks he off just like, walks <laughs> off yeah because he's screwing around but that's what I mean like that's that's who I would want to be as a player like yeah. that's what I want to be I want to have fun yeah I want everybody to have the water boy I want to go frick with him. I want to squirt water at his crotch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to have fun Boom. with it. Yeah. I mean, just to be like, ha, you know, yeah. it's just fun stuff. That's stuff you do with your boys, your friends. You know I what know. I mean? Like, and har, that's har, what har. it is. It's like, and you know, it's a professional sport and you're getting paid a lot of money, but it's a game. At the end of the day, have it's a fun. Game. And yeah. Baker's having fun. And that's why Tampa Bay's succeeding when they need to. And yeah. I they got really good receivers. And I mean, yeah. who do they play next, Tampa Bay? Detroit. Yeah. They got to so, go Detroit, bud. That'll be a game. And so that leads us to the L.A. Rams and Detroit. We had Stafford going back home. Uh, Jared Goff, who got dumped. This has been my storyline ever since we found out they were playing each other. Yep. All right. And, and, it, and it's been this. Uh, and, and I think I found a better way to put it. It was like you had the L.A. Rams. L.A., Los Angeles. You've got the hot blonde supermodel big time awesome hot chick right and jared goff was dating that girl and then then she dumped him right and picked up matthew stafford and said come on over here big boy and picked him up and said come on over here and they went off and won this big award called the super bowl together well, Detroit, Michigan calls and says, "Hey, man, we got a trailer park. You want to move in or whatever?" And and then you know he's like, "Well, I guess I got nowhere else to go." And so he moves over to Detroit. They take him in willingly. They do okay. You know, they do their eight and eight stuff. That's what they do a lot. <clears throat> and then you know, after winning the Super Bowl over in L.A., things kind of change a little bit. Reality sets in. The girl that's all hot and fancy and all, all that stuff doesn't really have that great of a personality. You know, and reality starting to say, it's like, okay, whatever. And then over here in Detroit, great personality, a lot of fun, kind of wild a little bit. All of a sudden, little Jared Goff is like, wait a minute, maybe this is where I'm supposed to be the whole time. Maybe I'm supposed to be from the trailer in Michigan. You know what I'm saying? I'm hashtagging Kid Rock. I'm hashtagging Slim Shady, bro. I'm from the eight mile, homie. You know, I got a little bit of a lift. My name is Jared Goff. Let's get it on. And now they're doing good, dude. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I mean, Matthew Stafford outplayed Jared Goff. Let's just be honest about it. But at the same token, it's a team game, bro. <sighs> well, first of all, I love that analogy. That's great. That's a great analogy. Um, first of all, I need to say that obviously I was wrong because <laughs> I literally Same. said straight up was like the Rams will win. Same. And then like as the game approached – and Eminem did that video where he goes, hey, Stafford, Stafford. He, did you see this video? I did not. He goes, hey, Stafford. He goes, hey, man, I was with you. I was with you. I went to L.A. and yeah. I, I, I supported you. I watched you win that Super Bowl. But he's like, can you just let us have this one? And can he you, did. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, dude, you know what? This to me, I, sh- I should have known better. I, it, it was screaming me right in the face. Detroit hasn't won a playoff game in 32 no. years. They were at home. The whole story of how Matthew Stafford goes to L.A., he yeah. had his time. Yep. You know what I mean? And Jared Goff, yep. I think I just had my heart in me like, okay, I'm a Vikings fan. The Lions will lose. But the Lions are a legit football team. They are. And they're taking on the personality of their head coach, Dan Campbell. Yeah. And But there's things that I watched in that game that have me a little concerned. I agree with you on this. I'm a little concerned about this, and it, it was evident in towards the end of the year with how the Lions are playing. Played us. Played us. And there's some questionable hits 
and questionable calls and questionable things that are going on. Yeah. Little did I know that two staff members on, including Dan Campbell, was on the New Orleans Saints team when Bounty Gate happened. No, bro. I did you. I'm just learning this right now. Yeah. So this what? is a thing. Okay. Now I'm not saying anything, but just watching what's happening You're on the field. Some. And what happened with TJ Hawkinson? Yeah. Tore his ACL, man. And that was a low hit, and everybody was like, "That's dirty, right?" Yeah. And I was kind. Of, I, I I even brushed it off like, "Hey, man, it's just football. Right? It sucks." But it's- okay. So then, and then I watched this Rams game, and there was a few other instances, but not as big as this Rams game. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford gets smoked hard, right? And then the guy steps on his shoulder. Okay, now it looked like it might have been inadvertently, but at the same time, dude stepped on his shoulder. Yeah. He goes out of the game, but Matthew Stafford's Matthew Stafford. We see yeah, he, him throw touchdowns with a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, He comes back in. But then that call at the end of the game with Puka, Puka who is amazing, 180 yards receiving as a rookie in the playoffs, yeah. amazing talent. Yeah. Goes up. The dude is getting held. Yep. Pass interference. Doesn't make the play. The call doesn't come in. But then the guy that's coming off to hit him hits him in the shoulder in the head. All right. That call again doesn't get called. I don't know. If that's enough evidence to say, hey, man, the Lions are playing dirty. Yep. And if Dan Campbell's coaching his players to play dirty, I don't know because, I, you know, part of me wants to root for the Lions oh, yeah. because they, you know, it's, for, it's good for the city of Detroit. It's, it's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. It's good for Michigan. But now things are happening. I'm happy for Jared Goff. But, like, for another thing, too, like, the fans, the fans, I get it. This is war, right? Matthew Stafford gave the Lions everything he had for 12 years. Yeah. Has all the quarterback records in Detroit. The greatest quarterback yep. of Detroit history, yep. right? He leads, wins the Super Bowl. And Detroit fans rooted for him yeah. when he was in that Super Bowl. It felt like they had a part of that. But then he comes out in Detroit and they boo him. Yeah. And his family. And said, don't wear his jersey up in this place. Yeah. And I don't Bandit. agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. No, man. It's just like when Russell Wilson left Seattle and Seattle booed Russell Wilson. When Russell Wilson won you a Super Bowl and gave you everything he had. Could have, should have won you too. Like, you should be appreciative of that, right? Like, I bet you it will be different when Matthew Stafford retires and he goes to Detroit and they retire his jersey and they induct him in the Ring of Honor. People will, you know, they'll they'll cheer for him. But I just didn't. They booed him like he left Detroit. Yeah, he didn't. He they traded him. Yeah, because he wanted to go and win, and that's fine. And they went. They left on good terms. He gave Detroit everything he had. Literally, they, like you said, throw down, throwing touchdowns with a shoulder out of place, playing with bad. Ankles, knees, fingers, everything. Yeah. That dude played the grittiest football in Detroit with I nobody. I will always be a Matthew Stafford fan. Always. And he, another thing too, his wife said their four little girls were yeah. like, hey, we 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 don't know who to root for. On yes. that. When we're at home, we root for Detroit. You know, and still. And then she goes, of course, we root for dad. But like, so they still root for Detroit. Still. But then they treated Matthew Stafford that way. And then at the end of his press conference, they asked him, they're like, hey, are you happy for the city of Detroit? Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I'm happy for the players because the fans treated him like poop and booed his family. His family. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, Detroit, I want you guys. I know you guys been through the ringer, man. I know it. Yeah, I And on. I feel for you guys. You went through 30 years. You went through 0-16. I understand. But come on, man. This is your... This is your Hall of Fame quarterback that gave you everything. Yeah. How can you boo the man? I would at least... I get it. It's their first playoff game, but at the same time, like, I would have cheered for him and then booed later on if yeah, he... You know it. what I mean? Like... Well, it's what, his first time back home. I think he said it best in the pregame interview. He's like, look, I'm a Detroit fan. I've given everything I had to Detroit. I went off to the Rams, did my thing. But ultimately, when I get back into Detroit, it's going to be emotional. It's going to be kind of wild. It's a playoff game. I want Detroit. I want this for Detroit as well. But ultimately, when the coins get flipped and the clock starts, it's business. Yeah, I, I'm going to go out there and try to win a game. And it, uh, that's how it is. And that's how he did, man. And, and that's what he did. 23-24, it was the best game of the weekend, in my opinion. Um, 
questionable calls, but like I said, it screamed me right in the face. The first home game in Detroit in 32 years, they win, blah, blah, blah. Now they get a second home game. Yeah. Because Dallas lost. (laughs) And the Tampa Bay Bucks get to come to Detroit. Yeah. That's going to be a fun game. You know what I mean? Wow, bro. That's not the way I, I, in my little bracket, I didn't expect this. No. I really thought the Rams and their receiver core and the way the secondary of Detroit was playing, they were just going to toss dimes yeah. on Detroit all day. Nick Mullins did with with our guys a couple times. We, we did have a, yeah, they got it. Why gotta, didn't we do that more as the Vikings? And I'm thinking to myself, we got Matthew Stafford strong arming, and the Rams have a, a little bit better receiver core. Than, than we do as a whole, not yeah. you know, and I'm like, hey, good luck, Detroit. I mean, you did good, but mm-mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, they're leaky secondary, so but no, I mean, I was like, wow, this that just happened, you know. And so I mean, we'll, we'll it's see been, what Baker me and Cake does. It's been a fun playoff so far. Uh, a lot it's of been stories. Wow, I'm happy that the Eagles lost. Um, I'm happy that Dallas lost. <laughs> <laughs> and that's now- wild, bro. Do you think, okay, looking at what just happened and how we just talked about it, Dallas's coach. Mike McCarthy. You think he's gone? I, I think if he would have been gone, he would have been gone by now. And he's not yet. Yeah, it's weird, huh? So, and that, and I, that. Dude, that team scares me, and this is why. This is why that team scares me. When you look at Dallas's team, it reminds me of the Vikings. Yeah. Dude, it kind of scares me a little bit. It scares me in the fact that it's like tons of yards, tons of stats. You were kill- they're killing it. Uh, number one offense, all this stuff. I mean, maybe not, but you know they're, they're always up there in top three. They're killing it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Playoffs, wah, wah. yeah, dude. It scares me a little bit. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying that's just my thing. I don't. I think our coach is better, but hey, you know, it just it does scare me a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if they do, if they do fire Mike McCarthy, I mean, Jerry Jones, I think just needs to stop having his hand in everything. And if he does, I think that changes everything. Um, so if Mike McCarthy does get fired, you know, you'd think that Bill Belichick would be the first phone call, but I don't think Bill Belichick would allow Jerry to be all up in his business. Yeah. So I don't think that that's a good, that's a good partnership. Um, Bill Belichick, um, obviously, I got notification, I think it was yesterday, that the Falcons did indeed interview Bill Belichick. Now, that yeah. would be an interesting. Yep. That would be an interesting. Um, he talked with the owners, the manager, or whatever. And I, that's what I was hearing, too. And they were, you know, Bill Belichick's like, hey, man, I want to come in. If I'm going to come in there, I'm going to do it my way. That's a team. Yeah. That's had a pretty good defense. They're about a quarterback away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Got those running backs, uh, you know, yeah. hey, they're just kind of looking for a, a a coach to kind of come in and do it his way and make it happen. Slide on in, be Billy Belichick. And honestly, if you're about, if you're like, hey, I'm a I'm a coach, as coach for a long time, maybe he, I I give you five more years, five good years, and then I'm retiring. Wouldn't you want to kind of retire in Atlanta? Yeah, it's oh, nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, nice down there. It'd Warmer be- than. It'd be kind of funny that he beat the team in the Super Bowl when it was twenty-eight to three, and then he goes and coaches them, and then they become relevant again. But yeah. that would be a testament because a lot of people are saying, you know, the reason why Bill Belichick was so successful for all those years was because of Tom Brady, because he hasn't been successful as successful since Tom Brady left. So it'd be crazy to see if he goes to another team and then they become successful. Then you can squash all those rumors. Yeah, he kind of needs it. All right, so let's talk about the divisional round. Um, two yeah. games on Saturday. And uh, and they're all going to be fun to watch. My fiance hates me right now because it's like, okay, but the Vikings aren't playing. Why are you watching football? It's like I'm a fan dude. of the game, man, and yeah. it's playoff. You know, it's playoff yeah, football, and it's exciting to watch. And uh, yeah, man, Texans and Ravens, Baltimore. Um, you know, obviously the the number one team in the league playing great football. Uh, his Jim Harbaugh's brother, or you know, just won a national title. Uh, is it the year of the Harbaugh? Uh, and yeah, I don't know. But the Texans, the way that they're playing, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave Baltimore a little run for their money. I wouldn't either because they they are surprising people. You know what I mean? And I mean that more like defensively too. You know yeah, what I mean? They're playing like, pretty well defensively, they, uh, man. Yeah, they. Will Anderson, good. their number one draft pick from Alabama, 
came in right away. He doesn't look like a rookie at all, and he looks like he'll be a great player for years and years to come. I couldn't, I couldn't name you outside of CJ. I couldn't name you another dude on that team. Yeah, I don't know a dang dude on that team. I, I don't know crap about the Texans. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I guess i got to open a book and, and look at what the Texans do. doing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man, you know? nobody expected Houston to you know win the division. And no, it was like CJ Stroud, man, making it happen. And, like, he's making throws, too. Like, And he pushes the ball downfield. That's what the NFL wants. They Dude. want more exciting yeah, plays. And CJ Stroud is just bringing it to uh, the table, my friend. He does the old Russell Wilson moon ball and it just drops in there like somebody handed him a loaf of bread. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. beautiful. You're right. So, so awesome. I mean, I think, I think the Texans' magic. I think the Ravens just have too much for them. I'm gonna go yeah, Ravens here. It's tough, but the Ravens are tough, man. I mean, but you know, Lamar Jackson has <laughs> faltered in the playoffs before, but I just I don't see it this year. Yeah, I mean, they're not. He's your league MVP. They're not indivisible under God. You know what I mean? Uh, the yeah. Ravens. They they could be... Their defense is just really good this they, year. They're playing lights out. And Dalvin Cook is trying to win a Super Bowl. You know and Dalvin, I mean? they got Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah. And who knows, you know? So that game's going to be fun. Uh, and then I'm really excited to watch the Packers 49ers game. Um, yeah. You know... The number the number one seeds coming off of a bye is always kind of tricky to see how they go, but yeah, it's yeah. nice to have rest in the late. They, they kind of needed it. They had some dudes that were kind of limping yeah. a little bit, and uh, so. I mean the Forty ers have I, they have a great defense and obviously their offenses. But what you know, Brock Purdy in the, what I don't know, man. Brock Purdy against Jordan Love that's going to be exciting. I mean, I could see both the number one seeds losing this weekend. I doubt that they do, but I would not be surprised. I don't know. After this last weekend, I don't even know what to do. I know, man, but that's the beauty of the NFL. So that's why wild, we watch, bro. man. It's so wild. That's what we watch. I'm going to go 49ers, though, just to Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i going to go Ravens-Niners. Of. Yep, yep. And then you got Bucks at Lions. In Sunday's game, two-game Sunday, of course. Uh, yeah. I, 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 with the second game in Detroit— I mean, this is going to be a close game, I bet, because Baker. If he if Baker shows up and he plays like he did last night, and he and he can throw the ball and push the ball down the field to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin yeah. against that leaky secondary, then the Bucks have a chance. Yeah. But I think the Lions' second game at home, I don't think they lose this game. I think the especially with how they won, yeah, against Matthew Stafford. I just think that they're gonna they're they're gonna go to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I could see it happening because I, I do think the Lions' defense is aggressive enough to throw Baker, you know, off his mixer. Well, Aiden Hutchinson so. plays like he's not white. Let's say that. Well, speaking, <laughs> like, speaking of the speaking of the Lions being a little bit dirty, what was it? Aaron Rodgers was calling him out, or somebody was calling him out, Hutchinson. And some other players for for being dirty the way. Oh, really? I guess I, I don't know uh, about there's that. There's like it was either Rogers or it was somebody, and I'm pretty sure it was Rogers. Somebody was calling him out for for being kind of a dirty player, something like that, and the way he. Uh, uh, Man, I don't know, but it was something about the way he goes after the quarterback and the and just the way he he does his hits, the way he comes at uh, goes a little low. You know what I mean? There, the, I guess there's a way to do it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't play. I'm not smart enough or good enough to do that. And uh, I guess there's there's a way. Well, that- I, I would just say this. Watch that game closely and just see how the players, because I don't know. It just It's just something that I've noticed over the past. And I'm not making any accusation, well, a- accusations. but It's kind of like what I said saying. in our in our group text. I noticed it, too, against the Vikings, but I kind of thought I was biased because it was the Vikings. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of like when somebody pushes your kid. At the playground, you're like, "Hey, listen here," you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But, but now that I, now that I've seen it and I wasn't watching another game as closely, I'm like, maybe I don't watch the Lions' game that closely. But I am now because I'm half rooting for them. Yeah. So it's like maybe. Yeah. So but watch that game closely and Chiefs see. Bills though. Chiefs Bills, bro. Okay. So again, like we started and talked about it a little bit earlier, that this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes has played away from Arrowhead in the playoffs. We've seen him be great so many times, but we've never seen him be great on the road in the playoffs. Can he do it? Eleven and six, both of them. I say no. I say Buffalo wins this game. I I think you might be right. I think jo- Josh Allen is 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 locked in right now, and he always has issues with the Chiefs. You know what I mean? And I think I think his 
his attitude, like you just said on this last game, is I don't give a bleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going out it's and I'm playing, playing football, and I'm playing football and got my way. You yeah. know, kind of kind of attitude, and and I think that's going to serve him well until hopefully it doesn't happen. He starts making a few couple mistakes. He starts getting in your yeah. head. You yeah. know what I mean? You start overthinking it. As long as none of that happens, he's able to bulldoze some dudes and whatever, and do whatever, and you know, play his game. I yeah. think we're great. The fact that he's at home makes a huge difference. I think so too. And like Buffalo, Ma- uh, you know, Bills Mafia are going to be out there. Plus, they have you know oh. the the blizzard and everything. I just think that that they ain't got enough tables. To me, I just and I don't and I don't know if I'm going off of the Chiefs faltering in the middle of the year because they don't to me still don't look like the same Chiefs. The reason why they were able to play so well in that cold weather is because Miami they're not used to it. No. And they were they leaned on running the football. You know what yeah. I mean? And Isaiah Pacheco is the real deal. That dude is a monster. Dude, For how small right he is, you. he's so fun to watch oh, running man. the football. And Kansas City's defense is probably the best that they've had in a long time. So that gives them a chance, especially in the playoffs and especially in cold weather. But I just think that Josh Allen is his mindset is a little different. I think he might make it he might make a run to the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, he might. You know what I mean? I just, like, the way that I'd I, like to see it. The way that I just seen him in his face and just I yeah, think it's, it might be the Bills time. He's got that kind of look on him. Now I hope it's a team sport and I hope that they can all come together and make it happen because I do think they've got to be able to beat the Ravens. Now, yeah. if for some reason the Texans are able to get past them, I think it does leave the door open a lot more for them because I do think the Bills would be able to beat the Texans more than being able to beat the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the matchup wise, you know, how certain teams right. just kind of match up different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I, that's my thought, but I, man, what the hell? Yeah. Do we don't know do anything. We're leaning on a water cooler. cooler you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think all four home teams will win. D Ray, our dad says that he thinks one will lose. He thinks it's the lions. And, yeah. um, uh, and he thinks the Chiefs will win too. Those are the two that he's thinking that. But I just I don't know. I think this is the year that Pat needs to be a little humbled, and he yeah. goes home because you can't sustain that success for that no. long. I mean, even yeah. Tom Brady lost games that he was supposed oh, yeah. to win. You know what I mean? It happens. No, and honestly, consider yourself. I mean, losing really. Uh, you're end to a divisional round or whatever of the playoffs still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Right. You're so, doing good. Just for funds, Ravens uh Ravens favored by seven and a half against the Texans. Cowboys were favored by seven against the Packers. Sure. And so you know how that goes. Usually, usually Vegas knows what's going on, but yeah. that what was that final score? It was 40, 42 to 30, 48 to 32. So uh-huh. they, they Packers beat the spread and they won. <laughs> um okay. And then the 49ers are favored by nine and a half. So, Oof. yeah, the 49ers be a should, little much. They should win that game. The Niners should, but... Detroit is favored by six and a half. Mm. The only close spread is the Chiefs-Bills. The Bills are favored by two and a half. They usually get three for being at home. So they're not even giving them their three. Whoa. Yeah. So that game, even though I feel like the Bills will win... That's the game you probably watch to see that's going to be probably pretty, pretty close. And it's a Sunday afternoon. It's the last one. It's wild, bro. Yeah, man. And then the NFC Championship game, the AFC Championship game, and then the Super Bowl in a couple weeks, man. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's wild, dude. Um, it's, it's crazy, man. I, You know, I do want to, I do kind of want to bring something up. Yeah, I do want, I also want to shout out to Matt. He's, an, uh, he's our good friend, obviously, joins us on this yeah. podcast. He is currently... Uh, in the hospital, and we want to send our love and good vibes to him, and hope yep. he gets to feeling better. Um, I don't mean to bring that up as we bring this up, though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, the thing, uh, this is a new segment that we're going to bring up in the off season. So we'll be bringing other other things up. But this is this is what it is. It's time for a school flashback. <laughs> I love that. That's right. Come on. Man. You got to know that the Lions is, are a little bit from different, the past. a different team, a different breed now. It's not the same Lions as far as like, oh, we can just roll over them. I, the Lions, okay. I mean, they have a great right. roster now, and they have a young All roster. Right. And they All have right, a... Stitch. <laughs> I will bet you 
I will bet you a hundred dollars that they don't have a winning record Uh-oh. next year. <laughs> oh man, I'll take that bet because okay. I I think because I feel like it's going to come down to the Lions and us in the division. I don't think so. I think the Bears are a lot better than you think. You know, <laughs> to be honest with you, double wrong. <laughs> it's so hard to make that bet, but it, I would I want to take it. It's tough. It's tough. This was at the beginning the of the year before any game plays. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. Uh, Just spitting facts over here. I did say I'll take it, so I might as well take it. Yeah. All right. All right. And hold me to it because I'll forget. I'll so. forget too. So well, it's recorded. <laughs> it's recorded on a podcast now. So. It is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's a bet. Matt, you owe me 100 bucks, dude. That is a moment in school history. <laughs> uh, so Sorry yeah. about that, Matt. I, you know, I talked to him about this. I was like, dude, I know we bet, and I was like, I, I can't remember what we bet. Uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure it was 100 bucks. He's like, yeah, I'll pay you. I got you. And I'm like, cool. All right, sounds good. You know what's funny is I went back because I actually thought it was the other way. I thought you were saying the Lions were going to suck, Stitch. Oh. <laughs> and so that's why I was bringing it up, because I wanted to be like making fun of not making you. Making fun of me, but yeah. Because I knew Matt wasn't doing too hot, and I was like, oh, this will be fun. Me and Matt can pick on Stitch, and this might make <laughs> Matt feel better. And in all reality, it was like, oh. <laughs> Oops. Oops. That's right. Matt owes Stitch money. Uh, well, but. you know... <sighs> Also, yeah. closing thoughts real quick, because as we start getting, you know, we'll start knowing more about coaches and interviews and, yeah, dude. and stuff like that. We won't know too much probably until after the offseason uh, or after the Super Bowl. Yeah. But Brian Flores, I think, is getting kind of blackballed right now still. He's yeah. not on anybody's list. Um, that bodes well for us. It sure does, because next year is our year. School. Uh-huh. Yep. So I do want to, I think Brian Flores will be staying with us. Um, and he'll fix that defense. I think we'll be a lot healthier next year because yeah. we went through our year of damn it. Why do we keep getting hurt? Yeah, uh, yeah dude. I'm we, sure I mean, some personal trainers are going to be fired, and we're going to hire some new ones. Dude, you and that, or yeah, and whoever was in charge of the lotion and shampoo. Yeah, people dropping football, keep fumbling. Yeah, what fumbling the, the ball, turning over the balls. We'll fix all that stuff. Who, It'll be a different year next year. The only thing I'm worried about is that the NFC North is going to be extremely, extremely tough next year. Extremely tough with because all the teams, the Bears included, instead of the Bears, Packers. And the Lions all look like they're ready to play and win games over the next few about five yeah. to ten years. We're the only ones with all these questions, dude. The, I do not want to be at the end. Now, here's something. The I bottom. Wanna, here's something you may know. Matt may know. Um, are the Lions out of their Matthew Stafford um, boatload of picks situation? You know what I mean? Yeah. Are, are, so they're going on in their little happiness run here. They're going to get crap for picks, but the Bears are going to be scary because they've got like a malt. They got like the first 500 picks or whatever. <laughs> well, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that top pick because if they trade down, say they even trade down to number two, and you know they're, they're going to yeah. get an extra pick, or they could trade with Atlanta and go all the way down to eight. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's it's it'll be interesting to see what they do because I think they trade down. I think they keep. Or they could trade Justin Fields for a better more, pick. More, more picks. picks. Yeah, so, you know? I mean, like, they could take whoever they want at number one, trade Justin Fields, get back into the top ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the Bears, I, I, the only thing that I, the Bears, the, I just their GM to me doesn't. The, the draft could be like, the Bears are on the clock. <laughs> the, the bears, bears are on the clock. <laughs> they'll probably what I the think. The bears are on the clock. You know. What I think will happen though is I think they'll trade out a number one. They're going to keep Justin Fields. I think I that's what I feel like anyways. I, I kind of like. And them. they're gonna and they're gonna draft Marvin Harrison. If you keep Justin Fields and you get Marvin Harrison and you got DJ Moore, and then you know you got Herbert running the football. Like I think. Yeah. I mean, you'd be pretty decent. Their offense was not that bad to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you add Marvin Harrison Jr., it's like, whoa. Now, I mean, I know we're all hype on Kirk Cousins and everything, and I don't want to get down this rabbit hole too deep. And But um, the one thing that's got me hesitating on Cuzbuzz, 
and is how far along in his Achilles, how far along till he's a hundo, and will he be able to start this next year are all questions on my mind, all questions on probably the coach's mind, right? Well, and what I was going to say, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, who busted it at the beginning of the year and then was actually designated to return and could play like week whatever, 14, whatever the week it was, yeah. towards the end of the year. But obviously they're not going to start him when you're completely out of the playoff yeah. race. You yeah, know what I mean? So I think he'll be ready. He'll does be Cousins ready to go. go into a dark room? Does Cousins put on no, weird cut. lotions and smoke weird stuff? No, no he's going to talk not. to Jesus. That's who he's going to talk yeah. to. And so that holy Achilles might not hold up. I don't know, but I'm just saying going into next year, if they don't feel comfortable as coaches to sign him because of it, yeah, that might be the reason. You know, a healthy Cousins, all Achilles aside, uh, two different things. So I, if we move on, all I'm saying is that's I'm just saying it's my starting to say if the Bears want to get rid of Justin Fields, I freaking like that guy. <laughs> we're not going to trade within the division. Though. I know, I but I'm just it. saying if they're like we're done with him and they want to Jared Goff him, we should pick him up on the cheaps, come over to our trailer park. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I'm trying to say. It's windy and cold over here too, bro. Yeah, so that's hey. true. Well. Uh, we're looking forward to an exciting divisional round weekend this coming weekend. We'll find out if uh, Brandon and I know what we're talking about. Probably not. Uh- <laughs> Victory is ours. And then uh, we'll do another podcast. Hopefully Matt will be feeling better next week as well. That's right. All That's right. right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Skull! Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.